Welcome to Your Dream Gym, a podcast from the collective aimed at people working in the fitness industry. I'm your host, Guy Griffiths, and I'm really pleased today to say that we're joined by Lucy Findlay, director at Elevate, who's going to tell us about her routine, being a gym bunny, uh, and what motivates her and her dream gym on the seafront down in Brighton. The purpose of the collective is to share, collaborate, and grow. You can find out more and join the conversation on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube. And if you want to get involved in future episodes in whatever capacity, then please do reach out on those channels or I will leave some contact details at the end of the episode. But for now, let's get into the chat with Lucy Findlay and hear about her dream gym. Today, I'm really pleased to say that I'm joined by Lucy Finley, who is the event director at Elevate. Um, and but just going, going casting uh, back to Lucy's career, started off as sales and marketing at Ballantines um, before um, taking Elevate from uh, its first show in 2016 at the Olympia um, up to um, and kind of through the pandemic. And we're looking at the 15th and 16th of June at Excel for Elevate this year. Is that right, Lucy? Yes, 15th and 16th of June for our fifth show. Two-year two gap, unfortunately, due to the pandemic, but we are yeah. back. So looking forward to that one. So, and yeah, I mean, Lucy is a is a super connector. She knows everyone in the fitness industry. So really pleased to welcome you to your dream gym today, Lucy. Thank you for inviting me. I am very excited to talk about my dream gym. Cool. I've thoughts about it. <laughs> Have you? Good, good. I'm glad to hear that. Let's get let's get straight into it then. And um, before we get to your your gym, let's talk about um, what your exercise goals are. Why do you work out? Yeah, so goals is a bit of a funny word for me because I feel like now it's just routine. I can't imagine mm-hmm. not training in some way or moving in some way. Um, so I find it funny when people, it's it's not their routine. It's not part of their everyday life to, to sure. do something. Um, so what it looks like at the moment, and it has changed a lot over the years. So go right the way back to when I was mm-hmm. in college and at school, I was always into performing arts. So okay, yeah. I've spent most of my exercise not really realising I was exercising because I was just yeah. dancing all the time. I was really into musical theatre. So that's my background. Mm-hmm. Then when I went to university, I decided to study drama rather than musical theatre yeah. and dance. So I stopped dancing and I suddenly was like, God, what do I do with all this energy I have? Yeah. What do I do? Um, so I became a bit of a cardio bunny. I was running a lot. Um, and I really enjoyed that. And then I discovered weight training. And then I became really into weight training. And I competed as a bikini athlete for three years. Cool. Um, so I did that. And then I completely shifted back to cardio um, and did triathlon and marathons and even ultra marathons. I've done three ultra marathons. Wow, okay. Yeah, they're really horrible. (laughs) But I still have this desire to do another one. Um, I've always done the same one. Okay, where's that? It's in Jersey. So it's actually the whole perimeter of the island. So 48 Mm -hmm. miles, I believe. Um, And it takes you over cliff paths, beaches, roads, golf courses, like literally anything that's on that that, um, perimeter of the island, you get across. and it starts at three o'clock in the morning and yep. you get sunrise. It's it's a beautiful, beautiful um, 
course, yeah. but it's really painful at the same time. Yeah, that sounds amazing, though. When did you? When yeah. so? When, when was your last one? So my last one, I think, was twenty. I want to say twenty eighteen. No, was it? Uh -huh. No, maybe twenty nineteen. I think was my last one, and then obviously the pandemic. Sure. Nothing didn't happen. Um, in fact, yes, it was twenty nineteen because it's always the summer solstice, and as we've moved elevate from May to June. Yeah. Now is literally the weekend after Elevate. And I was thinking, oh, am I going to be able to pull that off? The exhaustion of post show mm -hmm. going into an ultra. So I'll see if that is the one for me moving forward. But it's such a beautiful course. If anyone wants a really big challenge, but a beautiful, mm -hmm. super rewarding challenge, I fully recommend it. It's, it's really stunning. Cool. Sounds, sounds, like, sounds like the perfect uh, reward, wind down. <laughs> or challenge for, for after, after Elevate? I think the problem is doing something like that off the back of Elevate and mm. other event organisers or even exhibitors understand or how exhausting putting yeah. on a show is and how during those two days of open and those two days of build-up, your nutrition's a bit off, your hydration's a bit off, you're not kind of for sure. at peak. So to then go two days later into an ultra where you do have to be really hydrated that's my main concern about yeah. doing off the back yeah. but um it's a main, it's a mind game it's such a mind game so maybe it's the right thing to do after yeah, yeah I'm, <laughs> thinking, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking more 10k half marathon personally rather than ultra <laughs> so I, I, I guess there is a bit of a step up um so i did that for a little while and i loved that i really, uh -huh. really enjoyed it um and then it's been a bit since i've lived in brighton and hove mm -hmm. i really loved dipping in and out of different studios, different concepts, going for a seaside run, going to a spin studio, going and doing boxing. Like It's such a mix. Mm. Um, but recently, I found CrossFit, and I love it. I love okay. training. For me, it's a perfect mix of all the, the dipping in and out that I really like. Mm -hmm. um, but I also really like that it exposes weaknesses because okay. so many different elements. Um you're amazingly gifted if you're good at them all <laughs> um, yep. it takes a lot of work and there's such a skill to it and that's what i'm really enjoying so at the moment my goal is to improve certain elements well mm -hmm. all elements of crossfit but there are certain elements that definitely gymnastics i'm not great at <laughs> so okay. um so yeah that's my goal at the moment <laughs> um but my goal with training has always been to enjoy it and yeah you find it a rewarding activity rather than punning, punishing myself for um, mm. I've definitely got that um, it's about loving your body not hating your body not trying to change it in yeah. any way just to embrace it and with that comes change and progression yeah so you're not you're not punishing uh, your body at CrossFit necessarily or doing an ultra marathon yeah it's it's more about testing limits Okay, yeah. What you're capable of and enjoying it rather than feeling like I must go to the gym because I want to eat XYZ or to look a certain way or whatever. Yeah, sure. It's, um, cool. The aesthetic is a byproduct of the athletic. Nice, nice. Aesthetic is a byproduct of the athletic. Oh, there's a, <laughs> there's a, there's a, a, a tagline there for someone. Um, <laughs> so, the kind of, so it's a variety for you now, it's a variety of workouts, CrossFit um you know there's there's a, a big variety in there but you're also you're also running yeah. lovely running running on beachfront or, or yeah. running 
or running with the dogs, I guess. Running well. with the dogs. So yeah. for those that don't know, I have two dogs that are quite varied yep. <laughs> in their abilities. I have a pug who actually is a pretty good runner. He will comfortably okay. run a 5K. Uh-huh. And I have to sometimes stop him and remind him he is a pug. Like, you yeah. cannot run as fast. And then I have a Cocker Spaniel who has all the energy. Mm-hmm. Um, but actually, they're pretty like-for-like on a 5K. I could just take her for longer, whereas I wouldn't push it as far with my pug. Yeah. Um, but they love running in the woods, and that's really nice because they can be off leash, and then I can just run, and it's just really, like, nice, enjoying nature, enjoying them, enjoying the countryside but yeah. not climbing it and not tracking it and I sometimes go with a friend and we we run and talk at the same time and mm-hmm. um yes it's really nice to go out and do something like that together and and yeah. um yeah enjoy the surroundings yeah. so I run um as well and I go to um a treadmill and weights class okay. once a week so that's a bit like Barry's boot camp yeah. um, kind of style I really like that um I like the loud music I like the down lighting I think I'm cool but I'm really not when I'm in there <laughs> um, so I really like that and then today I did hot yoga so okay. I just restarted that again I did it pre-pandemic and I was going quite a lot and I really mm-hmm. enjoy it I'm terrible at yoga but um I like being warm so hot yoga really speaks to me um uh-huh. and it was so nice because you just get there and you the sun comes up while you're in the class and you come nice. out and it's nice and it's bright and it was a gorgeous day today and then I walk along and I can see the seafront and you're just like oh set me up for the day so I do enjoy doing that once a week as well on a more oh, rest yeah. day yeah yeah so so a, a, a massive variety and yeah. um Certainly, certainly no need to uh, no, no need for any retention communications or uh, <laughs> kind of motivation for for Lucy. You're you are you are motivated just by um, having fun in, yeah. in fitness everywhere by the sound of things, right? Yeah, it's such a um, it is about the fitness, but it's about the community and it's work out in. And I'm like, right, cool. That was that was a good thing. My oh. partner and I do this thing um, before we go to bed every night where we tell each other our favorite thing of the day. Okay. Yep. Nine times out of 10, it's our workouts. <laughs> it's always like, for both of you, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and is it, is it important to do that early? You're talking about, you know, doing yoga early this morning. Um, is, is, is getting your workout in early in the day important? For me, it's how it works best in my day. Mm-hmm. So my morning's I'm just like a whole three hour workout if I'm honest between I get up at six yeah. um I get my workout normally is at half six if I go to CrossFit that's the session I'll go to um if it's yoga it's normally seven o'clock um and then by the time I get back walk the dogs and then I literally have 20 minutes to get showered blitz yeah. protein shake and get out the door I'm very lucky that my office is very close to where I live mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but the whole morning is for me exercising the dogs quickly get into to work um I struggle to exercise in the evenings it doesn't really work for me especially in the winter in the summer it's different I like an evening run or something Mm -hmm. um but I like to get it done in the morning it's definitely where I've got most energy um and then how I eat throughout the day is also more in the morning and then it reduces my meal sizes reduce throughout the day. So yeah, just how yeah. I set myself up. Yeah. Okay, brilliant. So that's so we've got we've got the kind of reasons behind. There's a you know there's, you, there's the reasons behind your workouts. Um, it, it is that kind of tapping into the the, the energy the release that um you do. 
you didn't lose when you went into drama, but um, get, getting that kind of buzz, um, getting it, getting the buzz on early in the day, and um, yeah, just a, a, a massive variety of different things. So I can I can kind of guess what your dream gym is going to look like. But what's what is what is your um yeah what t- tell me a little bit about your dream facility, Lucy? What's what's the what's the vibe? What does it look like when you arrive and go in? It's really hard actually because I do enjoy so much. Uh-huh. Um, it would have to be by the seafront. I just love living by the sea, and right. um, I just there's something about it. No, no matter what the weather, the sea is always beautiful. It's always yeah. so calming in any every way, even when it's absolutely crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so it definitely had to be by the sea. Um, I do really like the boutique facilities out there and the higher end um, spaces. I like mm-hmm. things to. I like to find luxury in the everyday. So things that are just what's normally an everyday activity or an everyday thing, having that level of like luxury or just, just yeah, things that are nice. <laughs> just like nice, yeah. nice spaces. So one of the things I find really interesting about boutiques as well is if you walk into um, like Barry's Boot Camp, for example, mm-hmm. I mentioned them earlier. Every time I've gone into a Barry's, they all smell the same, which sounds like a really weird thing, but they all have like the same candles, the same like fragrance in that area. And it's just like this calming sense of like, oh, I'm home, like, or whatever, right? So, Mm. and quite um, different senses are really important, I think, in a space. So, um, that kind of sense of like, oh, a calming sense of scent literally um so that kind of area was nice friendly staff but Uh sense of community so one thing i really like about the crossfit box i go to and the boutique run studio i go to is they know your name you know who you are Mm -hmm. you come in and they're like oh you're on treadmill one lucy like it's very nice don't have to and also that comes over time yes but it's that really nice community feel and you feel like you're being cheered on by everyone from the reception team to mm. in the class to the other people around you so that sense of community is really important um, and then in the actual like facility itself the problem I have is I like doing so many different things that okay, I actually yeah. want different spaces for lots of different things so okay. that's all it's it, it, listen it's your dream gym everything everything's, everything's possible here it's huge. Um, so there would definitely be studios for hot yoga, studios for um, treadmill and weights classes, different group uh-huh. exercise classes. Yeah. Um, definitely some kind of CrossFit box set up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just want it to be a like a light, airy space. Feels okay. very light and um yeah just like you just feel comfortable within it i think mm. that's key for me anyway and i know that i i've been in i've been exercising in gyms for such a long time for like 15 years yeah. that i have become just very comfortable in any space like put me in a crossfit box or a bodybuilding gym or mm-hmm. a boutique studio i i do just like adapt to it and i yeah. kind of embrace the different elements of it mm-hmm. um, and i think that's really 
the success of being able to stay consistent with exercise is finding the thing that you feel comfortable in, but also allows you to push out of your comfort zone. In a, yeah. So you yeah, need yeah. to be comfortable to be able to push forward, if you see what I mean. Yeah. But it's, um, light, it's, it's light and airy. Is that... Um... Yeah, I'm thinking about I'm thinking about bars and I'm thinking about all bar one and how that appeals to people. Yeah, it's kind of light and airiness rather than there. There are some boutiques which can can be quite um, atmospheric. Let's say, um, yeah. yeah, lots, lots of neon. Lots of... The studio space, I do like it when um, studios can be like that, quite intense. Okay. I like, um, especially in like a run class or a mm-hmm. um, that kind of um, boxing combo classes things like um one rebel and things like that where it is like gets dark but i think that's the thing you can go into that space but then you come out there's like this big open i see feels light and and easy and things like that whereas yeah when you come into the class it's like you're going into your zone so you can go into different zones within that Uh, okay yeah cool so so there's so there's lots of different zones but but the that initial reception area or, or congregation area it's got a yeah. nice smell. it's got a nice smell to it because not all <laughs> let's, let's, let's face it not all gyms smell nice do they? such a thing about like smells <laughs> like <laughs> that's important and um, i think oh. i think a lot a lot of clubs should probably think about it a little bit more i know i know a lot of them do. <laughs> i just think it's that yeah i think there's like basically a hub in the middle which is like nice and bright reception area Probably like a nice, healthy food outlet. Yep. None of that as well. Nothing better after a hot yoga class than coconut water. <laughs> Just yeah. The last 15 minutes, that's all I'm thinking about. Um, yeah, I think that kind of convenience, but like healthy convenience. I find the concept of fast food really confusing because surely fast food should be the food that goes off the quickest so actually should be the freshest food okay yeah. <laughs> rather than like food that is just junk so a healthy fast food quick fresh fruits nice. and veggies and proteins yeah. and things like that um and then <laughs> off, off of that area you've got like a crossfit box you've got hot mm. yoga studio you've got a couple of different group exercise concepts yeah um like probably like a run, a box, something like that. those kind of things that I really like. Really good for just kind of getting into a space and down lighting and loud music. Yeah. But then across the hall, you can just go and do a nice yoga class or something. Wicked. And is there anything? Um, obviously, you've got the sea on the doorstep. Um, uh, have, have, have we got a pool or a sauna or anything like that in there as well? Or are you are you getting the dry suit on and going out for a? Um, dip in the English Channel. I don't even need the wetsuit on. <laughs> no, I'm actually not very good at cold water swimming. I'll go in the summer. So in the summer, I love going for a run, and I literally will just. I even I even leave my trainers on. I just literally yeah. walk into the sea, yeah. um, take my headphones off, leave my phone on the beach, and just literally go in. And then sure. the great thing about living in Brighton and Hove is everyone is used to seeing people walking home from the beach in just their wet kit. That they're yeah. just in the sea in. So that's really nice. So I would definitely I want to get better at going in the sea in all um temperatures. Mm-hmm. Um so I'd encourage that. I do think though, there is a really cool place down in Brighton which has saunas on the seafront. Okay. And so you can go into the sea and then back into the sauna. Nice. So something like that would be really cool. And they are actually working on a pool on the seafront as well at the moment as well. Which okay. is a fresh water pool. 
Um, so that's being built at the moment. So I'd be really interested to see how that goes. So maybe something like that. But I think mm. it would be silly to not embrace the sea with it. I think, yeah. Sure. Yeah. So so you don't need don't need a pool as such, but maybe some kind of saunas or steamer or, or something that people yeah. can 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 do that hot to cold. Um, yeah. That, uh, yeah. I love that alpine. That you know, r- running out and jumping in the snow and then. Um, then jumping in the hot tub afterwards, right? I know. So my family are in Canada and they call it Canadian hot tub. So if you jump yeah. in the snow, anyone that's not done it, you jump in the snow and then go in a hot tub, you just feel like you've got pins and needles all over you. It's um, yeah, it's really fun. Wicked. What is it and is there anything else? So some some healthy food as well in the hub. Um are people are people working and networking? You know, knowing what a, a good networker you are. Are people working in, in the club as well, or or are there any other kind of peripherals that that are going on other than the, the exercise studios? I think having a space where people can work, like even if it's just um, not necessarily all day, but just like it's so good. Sometimes after a class, you just feel like, mm. oh, I need to get that email done, or I need to get that done, or I need to sort yep. something out, or if you arrive early or in between stuff, you can just do it. So I definitely think that space in the middle could just be a bit of a concourse of mixing and matching, and I think that's a nice place for people to network and discover mm. friends and and things like that. I know some of my closest friends I've met in the gym, um, yes. which is such a nice feeling, and you have that shared interest. Um, and I think that there should be, I, I don't know how it would be done, but just gyms should make more of that. Like, that's such mm. a good retention tool. Like, if you know that your friend's going to that class, then you're going to come as well. Mm-hmm. So the team would help facilitate that. Like, almost like, like speed dating, but with gym friends. So yeah, sure. Which also leads on to the, uh, the obvious question, maybe, but I only just thought of it. What about events? Um of course <laughs> <laughs> so one of the studios i go to they do the, like Prosecco fridays every friday evening nice. stuff like that i think is so valuable because it is how you meet people and mm. also how you discover other things within classes yeah. exercise yeah. And, and sharing um yeah why you're you're connected around this this desire and, and enjoyment mm. so um you can learn from each other so i definitely feel like some social elements events um and support as well so i think that's one of the things i really love about crossfit as well and mm-hmm. is you know come and do some olympic lifting coaching on these days or come and have a new talk around nutrition or yeah. all that stuff so definitely events like that um hosted either within studios or within um the open area um and i love it when classes boutiques are great at it but doing themed rides or themed run yeah. classes um stuff like that i just i just love it i love that buzz around it it's just so fun cool which leads nicely on to um pr- progression and um we've talked a little bit about motivation i don't think uh, lucy you need any um but how, how do people or how do you measure your your progression and um you know what what's coming next and and, and what you're aiming for it's funny you say about motivation i definitely feel if i have to take a gap in exercise for a long period Mm-hmm. long period it's probably never more than like four days yeah <laughs> whenever that's happened it is quite hard to get back into rhythm and i definitely found that during covid mm, I lockdowns. to my knowledge i've never had covid so i've been very lucky that i haven't been impacted by that i haven't had to take a long period of time off 
right mm. sizes in that sense and that is actually one of my biggest fears and I you hear about people that are really fit and healthy who have ended up with long COVID and that it's like oh that makes me really anxious yeah. um, but the training from home could not stand it I know mm. we're all meant to be mot like motivating and upbeat and loving yeah. it no get me out of the house <laughs> get me into another space that is really beautiful and I feel at home at that's not my home that is like it's time to reclaim our living rooms yeah to an office go back to a um to a gym I for me working from home training from home just wasn't wasn't for me yeah. and I really struggled with that motivation so I was very lucky to um have someone help me and send me my workouts remotely mm -hmm. an app mm -hmm. and, um and do some coaching with me remotely which I don't I just got bored of training at home and we were yeah. so lucky we had a what bike we had kettlebells and dumbbells and y bells from like some really kind suppliers that, that yeah. gave us kit we took a bit of kit from bird's face and all these kind of things and and had our a pretty nice little setup but no no it was not not fun the space yeah the space, the, that, that that external space is is really important to go somewhere yeah for my like my mindset as well it's like right i'm here for me i don't have to worry about hitting a dog in the face with a kettlebell or yes. the washing machine starting to beep or whatever it's like right i'm here i'm doing my thing this is for me um so that is my motivation and i really struggle if i come out of that routine mm -hmm. I'm like oh i struggle to get back into it but then as soon as i'm back into it i love it yeah um, but coach, having a coach is important for that or, or really helped you you say so is that something really, really helped during lockdown because yeah. I just didn't have the space to go and do mm. other classes or things like that. Um, I think it's really important. I mean, I'm trained as a gym instructor and personal trainer a yeah. long time ago. There's no way I'd ever train anyone without um, retraining. Sure. Um, but there's a reason why that's not my job. It's the reason why I shouldn't teach myself. It's the reason I need to go and find a professional in the same way that if I if I'm not if I'm not trained in it then go and find someone that is like that's sure. that's what I really love about the spaces I train in is I I value their trainers um so yeah high level training is very important and people trainers that keep progressing themselves and yeah dating and um so that's, that's important for your dream club then as well I guess in terms of having uh not only trainers and coaches that are helping people to progress but are progressing themselves as well yeah, 100%. I've definitely got a thing within work where it's like, whatever your job is, just be the best you physically can be at it. If you're a postman, be the best postman you can be. If you're yeah. an event director, try and yeah. be the best event director you can be. If, if you're a PT, just try and be the best PT you can be. And mm. that's going to be different for everybody. But I think that that's, like, whatever your job, you should always want to progress and move forward to, to be the best you can be, whatever that yeah. job is. That's, cool. that's just how I'm wired anyway. Um, so sorry, I feel like we've gone off track on the. No, 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 that's cool. That's that's part of this part 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 of the um part part of the course, as they would say. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but yeah, progression. So progression is. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, it's yeah. As soon as I stop enjoying an exercise, I need to really evaluate what I'm doing. As long mm -hmm. as I'm enjoying it, that's fine. Obviously, there's really easy ways to look at your progression, whether it's if you're lifting heavier or. Got better form or running faster or all those kind of things 
for me that the progression has to become a skill it's not just like it's not just a tick box exercise it's mm-hmm. like the skill and feeling comfortable in it and feeling um at ease within something um so that's how I kind of look at my progression if I feel like I remember when a 5k was hard uh, yeah. and I hated it yeah. and then to think now that I've ran marathons and ultras is a bit like whoa that's when I look back and go, oh god I really progressed but yeah. Throughout that whole time, I just enjoyed the process, and that's mm. what helped me progress. Um, so yeah, it's keeping the enjoyment of it and measuring it through little bite-sized things as well. Yeah, so I think, it's, I, and and I think your you know your your evening feedback with Rob and um, you know just saying yeah that what 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 have I enjoyed most today the fact that it is exercise um, most of the time yeah I think is is really good and that's it's a great way. Sure, there's lots of lots of data points and lots of wearables and and all all that amazing stuff out there, which don't get me wrong, is is brilliant and motivates a lot of people. But ultimately, if you're enjoying it, then that's, that's yeah, the yeah, I do use two wearables as well. So I use um, my zone, of course, of course, um, Hall of Fame status, and yeah, I I really enjoy my zone. I love the sense of community that's created. I really do mm-hmm. like that. Um, the thing I struggle with it is not all of my sessions are heart rate sessions. Yeah. Um, and I definitely find a hot yoga session harder than going for a 10K run. Mm-hmm. That to me is much more challenging. Um, I don't wear my MyZone in a hot session, but you I'd could. have to say I wouldn't yeah, get any. Would, no, you're not getting the maps. So. Half as many maps as I would. What I do also wear is I wear a whoop band um, uh-huh. and this tracks. So they're kind of one of their taglines is always on and it tracks all the time. Mm. So heart rate, temperature, um, respiratory, uh, tracks all my sleep, everything like that, and gives me a recovery score. Yes. Um, and that I find really useful for knowing how hard I can push something yeah. as well. So it looks at loads of different factors. It takes as a woman takes into your into account your cycle as well. So knowing when to train around that, how hard to push, mm-hmm. um, your sleep. Oh my goodness if you input that you've had alcohol it knows it already oh that's scary like if i have even i'm very sensitive to my recovery is very sensitive to alcohol i don't have hangovers but my body knows like my body is like oh do not move um so that's really interesting so it definitely makes me look at it and go right okay i'm i'm really well rested today i can go Mm -hmm. hard in this session or i'm not as rested as i should be and i had a glass of wine last night so i need to take it a little bit easier because my body needs a bit of a different session yeah but it's it's really the recovery aspect of that is is really important and i think for for the the highly motivated exerciser it's great for the you know for the but but for the new to exercise you know it's it's a really good tool as well to understand your body better yeah yeah so i it's not it's not for everybody um sometimes too much data is just just not like it's too much it's just too yeah. just start with the basics mm-hmm. um for me i definitely am somebody that is uh prone to overtraining because i enjoy it so much and yeah. so i do it all and i have to sometimes be like no you can't do everything oh, you okay. can't do days yeah. so that's one of the reasons i got it it also is is very good but not so nice to see how much debt i am in my sleep <laughs> because oh, i don't sleep as much as i should yeah. um 
and again like just looking at you know what time you ate if you had drinks if you've had the dogs in the bedroom all these kind of factors mm. um how that impacts your sleep and it helps you make changes to help with your progression in other other parts as well yeah sure sure but yeah but all all, all really really interesting stuff you're yeah but you're you're clearly way beyond the um you know are you doing ten thousand steps a day which the, the majority of people are, are looking at on their Fitbit and, or Apple Watch and, and trying to achieve. Which I think is it's amazing, though, because you say that some days I look at my step count and I just use my phone as my step count. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I've hardly done steps today because it might be a day where I'm not doing all the dog walks. They might they go out yep. with a dog walker if we're at work. Sometimes Rob might do one of them. And mm-hmm. if all I've done is go to CrossFit, and go to the office by the time I finish work my steps are really low so I think that's the other thing I do try and get about 12,000 steps a day sometimes more sometimes it's loads more but some days I can be like oh my god I need to take the dogs for a really long walk because I'm on 6,000 steps and it's 7 p.m and I'm like yeah sorry dogs I'm I'm taking you one at a time because I need I need a double walk (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah exactly it's, it's it's one of those things that even if you're exercising even if you're active you might not be active in the in the, the same way like steps, right way. yes steps, you might still be sat down a lot um yeah yeah so, yeah there's there's too much to do if we're honest <laughs> to fit it all in so listen so so the but your your dream gym it sounds amazing i mean i'd love to visit down it's, so it's on the seafront somewhere i'm guessing probably in brighton um, yeah yeah. It's got that boutique um, luxury feel, and the one of the most important things, which hasn't come up before, is the smell. Um, and, uh, <laughs> the community, but yeah, the smell. Yeah, the smell in the community, but that's. Yeah, I think I think it's a really important. You're talking about the scents. Um, I, and I do think while we joked about there being um, some, you know, pretty smelly gyms out there, um, it's important to to feel comfortable and also feel like you are in your your home club um yeah. i think the, uh, sense, the sense is like for me i i um people that know me will know I, i'm really into cooking mm-hmm. and one of the things i love about cooking the taste and the smell of, yeah. of food is how it brings people together and it brings memories um together so yeah. for me there's like, certain smells and certain tastes that just take me right back to and I sat around my auntie's dining table when I was about 12 years old or something. Yes, yeah. And and then what I love about the cooking is taking that and making it into a new memory. Mm. So what I like about, so that's what the point I'm making is about like the different senses. And I think that some places or some experiences in our life just go after a visual sense. So like what we see right yeah. and actually we should be engaging with loads of different senses mm-hmm. to really create a feeling of home and memory because actually your smell and your taste take you back much more than your visuals can yeah yeah and it's, it's like, it probably is a similar thing going into the zone of the you know the the crossfit box or, or that that studio yeah. and yeah most most clubs do think about the lighting um yeah. necessarily but yeah it, it's all the senses as you go into that zone and then come back out into the other zone when you are um yeah, networking or having your you know post-workout shake or whatever 
yeah, that bright light area is the middle ground for all mm. the other training concepts. So every other concept will have its own feel to it, but no. everyone is connected by that middle space. So yeah. you could have someone come and all they do is is yoga and sea swim, but they are always coming to that central place. And then you mm. have someone else that all they do is CrossFit, but they're all coming to that central space. That central space just has to feel like sense of calm and togetherness. And yeah, um, yeah, awesome. Sounds like a great club. Let's let's do a, um, a couple of uh, quick fire questions just to um, just to, to wind up. Um, what's your um, what what would be your three essential pieces of kit? Um, I think you've mentioned a couple of them, leaving them on the beach. But um, yeah, when when you're going to your dream gym, what what three things are you always taking with you? Oh, um, always a kettlebell. Okay. Um, everything with a love kettlebells, and I actually I had to love them during lockdown because they were the most easy piece of kit to have. Yeah. Definitely um, that. Um, I kind of going to regret saying this, but an assault bike. If you okay. just want to get warm, if you want to do hit, if you, anything, it's just it's such a good um, mm -hmm. piece of kit. And um, oh, so hard to pick just three um and they're kind of like two but a barbell with plates yeah cool because like okay. then yeah that's that i think is yeah good mix maybe nice um what is the best or worst class that you've ever done oh best and worst best or worst um oh best um Oh, that's really hard, really hard. I think for the whole experience of it, when uh, Rob and I were in Vancouver um, back end of last year, mm -hmm. we went to Barry's boot camp in the morning. I had really bad jet lag. Yeah. We found that they'd literally just opened a Barry's in Vancouver. We went there and we did a workout together. Rob hates doing stuff like that. So the fact that I managed to get him there was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and then after that trip, after that workout, sorry, we had our protein shakes. I was talking to the staff there. They're so nice. Canadians are all nice. So yeah. that it just it felt really nice. And it just felt like this really nice like connection to home. Um, because I used to go to Barry's quite a lot when I lived in London. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we drove up to see my family. So just to me, I was really like that. We were sat in a car for like six hours afterwards. But that fact that we'd gone and done that workout together, yeah, uh, was really nice. Um, and they always have really nice changing rooms as well. Wicked. So Barry Barry's in Vancouver, best workout. Yeah, yeah I think so. Mm -hmm. Um worst class though i don't know if i could say and don't worry most people go for, <laughs> most, most people go for best rather than worst i think i've just done classes before where i've gone in and i've not got out of it what i wanted to get out of it right um, and do you know what there probably was someone in that class that got exactly what they wanted out of it and i just came wanting something else so it might not have been my best class but it might have been someone else's best class so very I'm not, not going to say anything <laughs> very diplomatic but from an instructor point of view try and cater for as many people as possible and understand what people want right yeah it's yeah, a small, yeah I, th I think it's um probably like looking back at the class i'm thinking of i probably just wasn't there with the right mindset so i probably should have just gone and gone for a run or <laughs> done something i need i probably needed to be my, by myself that day if i'm honest <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> no problem. Well, listen, Lucy, thanks ever so much for joining us on, on your dream, James. Sounds like a great place. I, 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 I would love to come and visit when, when, when it opens. Let us know. I'm worried um, about the cost of the build, if I'm honest. <laughs> it's going to be an expensive space. There's no, yeah, we're not, we're not worried about those kind of things on, on, on this podcast. So um, that's the idea. It's just, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's the dream gym and it's really good to have you here. So um, yeah. for people to, people to connect with you or find out more. Um, yeah, so the best way to probably find me professionally is LinkedIn. On sure. a more social level is Instagram. Uh-huh. The two that I use most um or if you want to come to elevate then i will be the one running around with a clipboard and a radio <laughs> yeah so look out for lucy Allen. find out more at elevatearena.com um thanks again for joining us on your dream gym lucy look forward to seeing you again soon thanks so much thanks guy Hi, it's Guy back again with some thank yous and a little wrap up for season one. Firstly, a big thanks to you for listening to this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. And thanks again to Lucy Finley for their time and for sharing uh, her thoughts on her dream gym and exercise motivation. Really good to hear about where her motivation comes from, her MyZone belt and her Whoop band, and all about her healthy food, shakes, smoothies, and her networking, of course, and events. A big thanks also to the other guests that we've had on season one, uh, Steve Scales, Steve Orton, Katie Bulmer-Cook and Kevin Yates and of course John Oxley. So if you haven't already, please go back and listen to those episodes. Don't forget, of course, to like and subscribe, share and review our podcast to help it grow. And if you know anyone who wants to get involved, either as a guest or as a sponsor of Series 2, then please get in touch on the socials or email me directly, guy at ggfit.com. So that's pretty much a wrap on Season 1, six episodes. There may be a uh, an extra in-between guest that we have uh, in the pipeline, so look out for that. Um, but thank you very much again for listening, and we look forward to seeing you for your dream gym season two very soon. <laughs>